there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Hola, ¿qué tal? Eric. Hello, how are you? It's been a while it's, uh, since we do a podcast and we're not together. I know. And here I am uh, at work and we're making this happen. We, well, we have a special guest in studio. So it's, it's even more exciting because we actually have our studio being used. I know, it's awesome. And he is a dear friend. I love him so much and I'm so happy that he was able to come to LA for a couple of days. He's super busy. But I said, can you do the podcast, please? Because we need an incredible motivational trainer, somebody that believes in, intel uh, um, how you say it? Intelligence, emotional intelligence. And just somebody that is next level. So we need it, right? Eric, do you think we need somebody to coach our lives right now? Oh, we need so much help, Chris. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Please step in and save everything. Chris Lee, dear friend. Puerto, you know what? You, you tell me your story, Chris. You are Boricua. You're Puerto Rican, but you're Jewish Puerto Rican. I am Puerto Rican because I was adopted by Puerto Rico. I'm 
I was born in New York and Long Island, Jewish from uh-huh. Long Island. And when I was one, my family moved to Puerto Rico and I stayed there until I graduated high school and then moved to Boston to go to college. Okay. So I'm Puerto Rican because of the, the culture. I fell in love with the culture and the people and the energy and the passion but my family is uh, from the States. Okay. My mom is Russian Jewish and my dad is English. Oh my goodness. Okay. And you moved to Boston wow. to go to college to study what? Psychology and communications. Okay. Okay. <laughs> two, two important uh, uh, things that are critical to life. But, and it was when I was in college studying psychology that I participated in an emotional intelligence workshop which at the time, 1988, Uh not to reveal my age, (laughs) uh, it was something that was not a usual thing. People didn't talk about emotional intelligence or mindset or the law of attraction. And so I found the workshop to be fascinating because Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that by shifting my mindset, I could shift my entire life. That's incredible. And and back then when you were in college and studying psychology, et cetera, life coaching wasn't really that I know of. I mean, it wasn't really a thing, right? That wasn't a big um, transition for many people as far as career would go. So did you have sort of a game plan in mind in college of like, this is what I'm planning on doing with my life, but then obviously life decided otherwise for you? Yeah, I mean, I wanted to have be a, be a, a business leader in some sense, like own my own business um, and help people. I just wasn't sure... I didn't go in to be a psychologist. I studied communications and psychology. But what, what's incredible is that back in that t- at that time, there was no such thing as life coaching or, or, or that type of career. But I was blessed to fall into an environment where there were people that were doing that. And it wasn't called that. It was just basically called leadership, motivation, inspiration. So my first game plan was to become a trainer, a facilitator, because that's what I knew. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. I became a facilitator, a trainer for this company that offered workshops and seminars. Do you remember your first client, your first private, like a one-on-one client? I do. Who is it? My first client was the owner of a radio station in Boston okay. who went to my workshop and had such a profound experience. And he came up to me and he said, will you do this one-on-one? I'm like, uh, I don't do that. Mm. That's not my thing. If you want support, then come participate yeah. and, and, and be involved. And so he convinced me basically to work with him directly. And it was incredible because at first he thought he wanted coaching on how to manage his employees and how to manage his business. But I ended up coaching him on how to manage himself. And by coaching him on how to manage mm-hmm. himself, of course, the byproduct, his relationships went to levels that mm-hmm. were ne- he never even imagined. His business took off. And you know that was the beginning of me becoming a life coach in addition to leading seminars and workshops. And it's been 27 years now? 35 years. 35 years. Yeah. How many books? I've written, I've written two books. One in, well, two in Spanish, one in Spanish, another in English, translated in Spanish. Okay. Yeah. And just to back up for a second, for, for our listeners who might not be familiar with what life coaching is, um, et cetera, obviously it's not a psychologist, but how would you define 
what a life coach is? Like, what would be the definition of a life coach? Other than what it clearly sounds like, I'm coaching someone on how to live a better life or be a better person. Is there more of a linear definition that you would say to describe what you do? Well, I think that what a life coach does is a, a life coach brings out the gifts that the person has that maybe they're blinded to, or I call them superpowers that we cover up over the years because of different experiences. So a life coach supports the client or the person in bringing out their own gifts, but also supports them in creating a vision because without a vision, then there's no North. There's no, where am I going with this? And then the final thing I think that a life coach does is holds them accountable because without being held accountable, old habits die hard. And so what ends up happening is you could have all, I could give people the right information and they could feel like they know what to do. But when it comes time to execution, I think that that's my biggest specialty is while we're in the game of creating and manifesting results, I'm able to support you and hold you accountable to them so that when you do accomplish it, you're able to see that it wasn't a fluke or luck Mm because a lot of times we accomplish things and we think it was luck and we don't realize that we are the source of what we created But also when you're not able to accomplish something or you hit a blind spot, a life coach supports you in seeing that blind spot and make the adjustments necessary to create the results. I know it's a long definition, but it's important to, you know, to note that a life coach brings out your gifts, supports you with your vision, and then holds you accountable so that what you declare that you're committed to becomes a reality. You know what's interesting? I just had a I, I just had a, a moment with Chris, right? Because we're sitting here, we're waiting um, for Easton, our engineer, and f- to set up everything. And I look at my phone, and it says one eleven. And you know this, Eric, because I've been telling you now for weeks, probably probably months. Every single day, I get to see eleven eleven, one eleven, twelve twelve, one two one one. It's like the ones keep repeating themselves over and over to the point that I'm explaining to our son Dylan um, what that means. And I'm here with Chris and I go, oh my God, look, 111. And he says, what, what, do you know what that means? And I'm like, uh, and he goes, it's new beginnings. And I was like, so do, I'm, I'm, and I said, about what? Like, I'm so confused because I keep seeing this, like what, I don't know how to relate it to. And I thought, me is like, okay, so it means the house. It means that we're going to get a house because, you know, we've been searching for a new home. So I'm a little bit discouraged because of what happened the last time. So maybe it's not the house, Chris. Um, I don't, or, or I will relate it to a lot of things that are tangible, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. is my show going to get picked up? Is, you know, like things like that. And then he said to me something as simple as it doesn't have to be something tangible. It can be a uh, how, what, do you, what do you say to me? Like a, a, a new mindset, a new mindset, a new attitude, something that you've been, you're, you've been raised a specific way. You think a very specific way about a situation. So it doesn't have to be a house. It doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be something that you can touch. It could be a new beginning regarding something that it's in your mind, a habit. Um, and I was like, Ooh, I've never thought about that. <laughs> I thought it was a because house. She, I thought it was a often, house. <laughs> she often likes the new beginning to be something that will allow her to go buy something. <laughs> you're making so, me er- sound Eric, very shallow. Eric, you're lo- you're, lo- no, you're loving kidding. me right now because I'm I'm backing you up here. 
<laughs> yeah, you're like, settle down. So no, you don't need a new purse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was a, I wasn't relating eleven eleven to a new purse. But a lot of people or think a new house. A lot of people think that new beginning has to be something material or something tangible or an action. And what we don't realize, and I think that this has been my mission for the last thirty five years, is having people see that self worth is more important than net worth. Because if we search for self-worth through our net worth, we're never going to get there. Mm. And net worth is the house, the purse, the car, the A-list, the show being picked up, you know, the money in the bank. All those things are net worth and all those things are wonderful. But I believe that your net worth is the byproduct of your self-worth. And the thing that you want to put your energy on as much or more is in developing your self-worth. And how do you develop your self-worth is by identifying the value, and this is good for the listeners, the value that you have that is not attached to a specific result. What's the value of me? And I think a lot of times we all, the three of us included, we struggle with our own self-worth, our own value. And we, and maybe it has to do with upbringing and maybe it has mm-hmm. to do with careers and maybe it has to do with the pressure from the outside that we think that our worth is measured by a hit or by the house or by something material. And we're missing the boat because true self-worth comes from self-value and self-love, mm-hmm. as cliche as it sounds, that is independent from whether I'm overweight, underweight, I have the career, I landed the job, I did the thing. We get to love ourselves unconditionally and we get to see our value. And it's as simple as sitting down and making a list. This is like an actionable plan. What are your greatest superpowers? What's, what is something, a quality that you have that is priceless? For example, Rosalind, my experience of you is that you are loving and kind and generous. Mm. And those three things are worth way more than your show getting picked up Mm. or than a new house, than whether you gained a pound or lost a pound. I mean, those are things that those are your priceless possessions. And, you know, Eric, my experience of you is you're, you're committed and you're loving and you're loyal and you'll take a bullet for the people that you love and you are somebody that you have integrity. And those are things that are critical and necessary and are superpowers that are priceless. And I think that when we don't take the time to really look at and value those things, we get caught up in the mindset of, I have to have X to be Y. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Why is it so hard, Chris? You know, I'm I'm talking about like my experience. You know, I'm very spiritual. I so much I'm craving. I'm so curious to go to the next level when it comes to that. Learning about self worth and how to how to be a, just a, the best version of myself. And I lo- I know a lot a lot has to do with investing in myself in terms of I'm I'm going to eat properly i'm going to eat right because i know what's good for me and my body and my neurological system and and my mind you know i know i know what it takes to preserve health so when i'm in my 70s 80s i can be as healthy as possible mm-hmm. but actually executing that is so hard 
I know that I want to learn about spirituality and, and meditation, something as simple as meditation. I know it's good for I know it's good for everybody. I know because we live in a constant state of stress, I need it. My mind craves it, like I need it. So I go and I buy the book Vision. What is his last name from Mind Valley? Vision. This man, he has um, mm -hmm. a book about very simple steps of how to meditate. And it's not necessarily, I'm just going to go to a quiet space and I'm going to close my eyes and I'm just going to go hum. You know, it's like he gives you a very yep. practical yeah, yeah, way yeah. of meditating. So I buy it. I'm so into it. I go through half of it. I'm fascinated. And it tells you, make a habit of, it doesn't matter what you're going through in life, even as a mom, it's very difficult. I have to get up at six because I have to get the kids ready for school and blah, blah, blah. But we have a, rut a routine that is never going to change until this, uh, the kids graduate <laughs> and go to college and we're empty nests. How do you say empty nesters? Yeah. So empty it's about getting that discipline of saying, you know what, I, this is something that I want to do. I have the tools in front of me because I have the book, right? Somebody telling me it shouldn't be this complicated. This is what you need to do. Create a habit of If you usually get at, get up at six, you might have to get up at 5.40 because you need those 20 minutes to reset your day from the top down, not at the end of the day, not when the, when the kids leave, which is fine. You can do that, but just get it out of the way first thing in the morning so you, your day starts properly. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about it. I'm going to do 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 it. And then- and I, don't, I don't do it. Uh, 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 <laughs> like, well, welcome to human. Welcome to human. Uh, welcome to human being. But then, what, what does it take for what? 90% of humanity, me included, to be that 10% that says, "You know what? I'm I'm gonna do it." Can I tell you? It's gonna sound really um, brutal, but I'm gonna be brutal here. Okay. You're not committed. Yep. Okay. It's. <laughs> I only say yeah because you know. As you were talking, even defining what you do as a life coach, I equate so much to what you're saying as, as simple to me as like as an athlete, as sports. To be great, you have to have an unparalleled level of commitment. And a life coach could be a perfect example of a coach coming in like in a sport and being like, you have so much potential. You can be great. These are the tools. But at the end, you can't force someone to be great. You can only give them all the tools necessary and then encourage them and help them to be more committed to that. Yeah, and, that goal, and, right? and I agree with you, but not only, I don't want to just leave it at that. You're not committed, and I think that when you're able to own that you're really not committed to it, then you could look at why are you not committed to it. I don't know why. Well, that's what you need to explore. You need <laughs> to explore why are you not committed to it. Because the same, if you put in the same rigor that you do into your acting, into your producing, into being a mom that you do into mm -hmm. taking care of Rosalind and her heart and her mindset, you'd be unstoppable because you bring, you know, we as human beings, we do what we're inspired to do. And if I'm not inspired to do this, and if I'm doing it because maybe maybe you haven't bought into it. Maybe you're going, okay, this guy's telling me I need to meditate, so I need to go meditate because I'm told that's the right thing to do. So you got to buy into something before you could own something. Mm. And so maybe you're just going along because maybe a girlfriend told you, go read that book, and that book is going to be amazing. I believe friend. it works. I truly, I do believe it works. It's just about like, 
why can't I just get up? If I get up at six, I can get up at 540. Because it's not a priority for you. But I, I bought the book. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like people come, people come to my workshops like, but I'm here. Exactly. I want to transform. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's not enough to be here. In other okay. words, you've got to break, you've got to break habit. And what's habit? Mm -hmm. Habit is something you've been doing for so long. Mm -hmm. In other words, you've been doing, you've had your routine for, I don't know, 15, 20 years of living a certain way. And to break the habit is you got to be willing to shift whatever it is your priority has been and, and create a new priority where you're the first person in that priority. You're mm -hmm. number one in that priority. And why don't we do that? I mean, there's a, that, that's like two more shows. But I can tell you that it's, it's a good starting point to realize, wait a minute, I haven't lost weight because I haven't been committed to it. Because when we put our minds to things, and, and you could vouch for this, whenever you've been all in on something, Rosalind and Eric, whenever you've been all in on something, nothing stops you. And that's true for mm -hmm. any of us. And it, it has to do with intention. And to me, that word's important. Intention is the commitment and the action to create a specific result. And to have intention, you can't be, well, I'll try this, or this is a good idea, or I'd like to do this. It's got to be, I'm all in. Mm. Back to sports. You cannot have somebody on the team that's not all in. You can't have somebody in your production company that's not all in. Your relationship won't work unless you're both all in. Businesses don't work if you're not all in. And so back to the point, you're all in on your career. You're all in in your relationship. You're all in because how do I know that? You're here. But you're not. You're dabbling on mm. mindset and self-care and all these things that we're talking about. And maybe you need to be there right now for now until you get to the point where you realize, and here's what has us change. When the price is greater of not doing it than doing it. So if the price tag of not doing it, if you're able to play that out in your mind, like what happens if I don't do this? Mm -hmm. If I don't make a change, what's going to happen in my self-worth, in my relationships, in my business, in my career, and for you to take a moment to visualize that, then it may shift something in you where you'll go, wait a minute, I don't want that to happen because my vision, and mm -hmm. I said this from the beginning, my vision is to be the best version of myself and play that out. If I'm the best version of myself, What's the outcome of that? The outcome of that is harmony in my relationship, harmony in my life, success, et cetera, et cetera. And so it comes down to prices and rewards. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. 
and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Chris, is it safe to say too, and like, as you pointed out, you have habits, good or bad. And if you're trying to change, you're trying to create new habits. Is it safe to say, maybe not set goals that might feel unattainable early on, give yourself small markers to grow with. For example, if she wants to get up and meditate early, maybe don't set a 20 minute goal. I have to get up 20 minutes earlier. Today, I'm gonna get up 10 minutes earlier and I'm gonna force myself for these 10 minutes to do this for, I don't know, two weeks, right? To create a little, like a smaller habit that you can start to achieve and then work it up to maybe it's 20 minutes and then your meditation becomes longer or your routine changes. But setting goals, not just reaching right away, but trying to set uh, agree, goals. Agree 100%. I think that's true about any goals. I think that sometimes when we when we set goals that are outrageous or that require so much of a change in us, it's not going to last because mm-hmm. our the gravity of our habits will pull us into a different direction. So, yes, I agree that that's important, but I don't want to bypass the mindset. If you don't shift your mindset about the habit that you're starting – and if you don't buy into the value, the importance of doing it, then even if you do it 10 minutes early, you'll still stop doing it. You've got to buy into it. Yeah. And it's back to my point of you're not committed. And how do I know? Because you're, you know, because you start and you stop. And so it's about deciding. And, and how do I decide something? I don't know. You decide based on your vision, based on your values, based on what's important to you, based on the outcome. What makes a shift usually either a fear of losing something Mm -hmm. or the excitement of gaining something? So I think I have both. I have the fear of not being perfectly, not perfectly healthy. Nobody's perfectly healthy. I have fear of, of this, these issues that I'm having with my stomach and blah, 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 that I know can be, um, improved significantly with a good diet. Mm-hmm, so I have fear mm-hmm. of that. And, and I also have excitement of, oh my God, how is it going to feel to go back to my body's in optimal um, condition? You know, like I, I can eat and I don't have a bad stomach. I I don't get a job and I'm not I'm with mindset. You know, like for example, a show doesn't get picked up. It's not going to affect me like you did 20 years back that I wouldn't get up from bed because I'm devastated because I take it personal. Right. It's a reflection of me. People don't tune in to watch me. What right, did I do right, wrong? You know, right. like um, I think I'm much better. I'm going to be 50 years old. So, and I've been doing this for so long to understand. It has nothing to do with me. You know, it just mm-hmm. wasn't meant to be. Um, but I know that if I put the work, even those blows are going to be much easier t- to take because it's not that deep. So you got to put yourself as the priority. You got to put yourself as your priority. And if you if you build your life based on Rosalind and my well-being is the priority and it's as important as taking the kids to school, as important as other things that are important to mm-hmm. me, then you'll make the time for it. And so yeah. it's a question of just executing on it. And also having someone hold you accountable. Like maybe Eric could be oh, a reminder. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want me as a reminder. That's just a backfire. I was joking. I, I knew that. I knew the the response would be. Listen, I I live as a personal reminder of everything, and I just get told, "Leave me alone." Oh no, I, I know that already. <laughs> I don't want Eric to. No, no, no. Hey, although I'll, you help me a lot, of course he does, and yes. uh, and and that, and of course the worst thing to coach you is your your partner. Just know that. 
You don't want the, your the what? The, the worst person to coach you is, a, is your partner. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, like a parent you, giving advice to your kids. Did you hear kids that? Kids never want to hear from their parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like, I, I'm like, not trying say, to coach you anymore, Chris. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I tell, I'll say something to Rosalind that maybe you've said a hundred times, and she'll hear it differently because uh, it's not. It's, there's not a personal investment the same way. Of course. I want to so. ask you something about anxiety. <laughs> You know that nowadays, I think, especially in this country, um, people live with anxiety to the point that you just get used to it. You know, it's like you just go through life like a zombie um, in this constant, constant state of anxiousness and depression and like you're lost. Mm -hmm. um, why do you think nowadays in 2023, besides COVID, you know, and everything that is happening with the world, why do you think it's the new normal for human beings? And give me a tool that can actually help with that, that is not taking a sleeping pill. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, it's a new, I think it's been the new normal forever. In other words, anxiety and stress, it, it's more amplified now because of the conditions. It's amplified because of social media and TikTok. And, you know, it's mm -hmm. this massive campaign literally promoting it. Wow. And and it's you know and and bad news travels faster and it's got the most views and and then of course you have people promoting being putting a band aid on it and like you said oh just buy a new house and you're you're gonna feel better or become like some of the people we've seen on television you know like uh, you know the reality shows not to single anybody out but it's like this this new society of avoidance is king. You know, when I avoid and the problem with with anxiety is that it doesn't go away. It mm -hmm. gets worse if you don't address it. And so there's several tools that I believe that are important in anxiety. And the first tool that to me has supported me with my own anxiety, because just because I'm a coach doesn't mean I don't have anxiety and sadness and depressive moments and there's days i don't want to wake up and i lack motivation i'm i'm in i always say in every workshop i'm in the front row but what has supported me in anxiety specifically and i used to get anxiety attacks like literally where this happened when i was 22 where i would think i was dying of a heart attack and i would freeze where i was and i would have this belief that the world's going to end and have you ever had an anxiety attack it's horrendous because it starts out like a thought and it and your body takes over and mm. you start trembling and it's it happens with me with claustrophobia but every every time that i hear somebody saying you know i had a panic attack and i thought i, I was having a heart attack like what does that like do you feel like a pain like ache in your heart no, your what heart is it? your heart starts racing okay and so you feel like you know like in to say in Spanish, como una maraca. okay you know your heart starts racing and your throat closes up and your brain starts racing and you and you attach yourself to this must be a heart attack okay and so it's not it's you know like the word fear false evidence appearing real it's hmm. fear and so what has helped me with anxiety is taking control of my thoughts and taking control of my thoughts is shifting from a thought of doom mm -hmm. and a thought of we're screwed and 
this is going to get worse, et cetera, et cetera, into a thought of optimism and stopping myself literally in that moment. The thing that we don't realize as human beings is that we control what we think. And the source of all anxiety and stress and depression and all of the negative feelings that we have has to do with a thought, a negative thought that is out of control. Because the thing that we do as human beings is that we think of something and then we gather evidence to back it up. And you don't need to look far for evidence that we're screwed and what's the point anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you, we got that everywhere. And so your brain starts collecting evidence. And then what started out like a thought becomes a snowball. And then now you're feeling it. And so th- there's a, a, a quote that I use. It's, I think, I feel, I become, and I attract. Let me hear that again. I, I fe- think, I think, I feel, I become, I attract. Okay. So I think that my life is a, is a piece of crap. I feel that my life is a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. I become that, like I embody that. And that's what I attract in my life. Okay. And so by catching myself when I'm in a negative thought, okay, my life is horrible. Wait a minute. My life is actually beautiful. And I start mm-hmm. thinking of all the beautiful things in my life. And then actually I start feeling a lot better about my life and that's what I become and that's what I attract because that's what I start seeing. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. 
We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I have a good friend, um, Kiara Barnes. She's the my psychic on Fantasy Island. Uh, she plays Ruby. She has a podcast called Talk uh, Talk Theory. Very young girl, but with like an old soul. Like Kiara is incredibly smart and it like like me, but magnified because she's been doing this inner work longer than me. And to give you a perfect example, she just told me this exact same things, and to me. I was like, oh, it sounds beautiful, but I don't really get it. And then this morning, she said it again, and it clicked. What happened is something very simple. So we're waiting. Uh, Fantasy had the fourth episode came out, right? Um, to me, it's not the strongest episode that we have in the season. Anyways, so we know we're waiting for Fox to give us an answer. It was a yes, then a maybe. Now we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And me... I immediately go to, I'm freaking out because I don't think it's the strongest episode. So I don't think the numbers are going to be fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, like I want, I, I wish it would have been episode five now because they're going to make a decision based on this. So I'm finding all these little problems, you know, all in my head. Because the reality is maybe I don't love the episode as, but you might see it and it might be incredible to you. Mm -hmm. 
and it just blew all over my face because the feedback was has been incredible. Mm-hmm. Not one negative comment about the episode. People loved it, right? And she said to me yesterday, you know, Ross, I'm practicing something very powerful. Um, this is before the episode aired about frequencies, right? And every time I get, I see myself thinking something negative, and what about this? What about that? And I'm trying to analyze things that I have absolutely no control over. What I do is I'm going to think a happy thought. So instead of thinking, I don't know if that episode is going to perform well, I go back to when I was shooting the episode. Oh my God, I remember how much I enjoyed working with that actor. So I, I make it a positive mm-hmm. memory mm-hmm. instead of a memory of fear. Mm-hmm. So that's what, how I'm, I'm approaching life. I'm just going to release, let go. And every time I, I think about something, ah, but I don't know what's going to happen. I just go, it doesn't really matter because I have no control. Oh my God, I remember being in Puerto Rico. It was so beautiful that day. Fast forward, and she's like, I want to align, align my frequencies. So what, what the feedback that comes back to me is aligned with my happy thought. Mm-hmm. So this morning, I'm, I said to myself, I'm not going to check for numbers. I'm not going to check for ratings because it has nothing to do with me and I have mm-hmm. no control. And of course, what do I do, do this morning? I Google. <laughs> numbers <laughs> from Zealand, right? And then, and then she texts me. <laughs> and I go oh. I'm not going to do this Eric you're not going to believe this <laughs> <laughs> so check this out the freaking episode it's the one that has performed the best right okay Okay. biggest numbers and I'm like oh my god so I text us Kiara I said I was not going to do this but this is what's happening. I just checked and I think the old the older demo showed up for us and we did great. Da, da, and then she replies back and she sent this whole paragraph and it was just so beautiful saying, you know what, this just made my day and it's confirmation of what I've been practicing. Because I said, you know what? No, I don't think the episode is bad. I remember having a phenomenal time while I was shooting it and I'm going to leave it at that. And look at the message I just got is the best episode in terms of ratings. So she's like, I aligned both things, you know? And I'm like, and you just said that. It's incredible to me. And that is exactly what I'm saying. So Chris, what do you do when you have a bad day and a crisis? Do you actually have somebody on speed dial? Do you have people that you count on? Or do you have the ability now because of what you've been practicing for 35 years to auto-tune yourself? Okay, there's a couple things. So go, piggybacking on what you said about changing your viewpoint of the episode, it shifted the energy, it mm-hmm. shifted what you felt, and then the results backed it up. Yeah. That happens everywhere. Wow. And I, and I use that because one thing that I've learned and that I teach is that at the end of the day, everything is a perception. Mm-hmm. And the only person that's responsible for my perception is me. And so when I choose an empowering perception and I choose like uh, your psychic friend, what's her name? Uh, Kiara. Kiara, Uh which I love her already. Yes. But like what Kiara says about frequency, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, we're looking at energy and energy is everything. And you shift your energy, the energetic field that you're in and that attracts specific things that relate to that energy yeah when i'm in a dark place and i'm negative and i'm 
you know those friends that have drama after drama mm-hmm. after drama and breakdown after breakdown after breakdown? Yeah, yeah. And that no matter what they do or where they go or how many opportunities they get, they always create some calamity. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the, it's not, they're not bad people. It's just that the energy they're operating from, the mental frequency mm-hmm. won't allow anything different. Wow. And so by taking responsibility, which is what I'm, I think is the key word here, taking responsibility for my energy, taking responsibility for my mindset. And so what I do when I'm conscious and I notice that I'm thinking something negative Mm -hmm. and I'm reacting to something or there's a breakdown, I literally, when I'm coaching myself, there's, there's also when I need coaching, but when I'm coaching myself and I find myself in a breakdown, I literally say the word yes. How? I just say it. But Cra- what, what does it mean? Crash my car. Yes. Why? Because I want to go, <laughs> I want to do the opposite. Okay. And so by saying yes, I'm creating a short circuit in my brain because what I want to do is to react, to be negative, uh-huh. to be anxious. So by saying the word yes, I'm saying to myself, yes, because even in the worst moments of my life, there's a blessing and there's an opportunity. Mm. And there's a gift and there's a lesson. And if you think about all of your growth in your life came out of a yes moment, probably came out of a breakdown, mm-hmm. came out of a setback. And I think we're so afraid of setbacks that we resist them. And so I say yes, because I'm forcing myself to choose a positive perception because in any given moment I could choose a positive perception. And by shifting, it's incredible, but you're right. Okay. By shifting my perception, I shift how I feel, I shift what I become, and I shift what I attract. What if the outcome somehow is still not super positive? Yes. Okay. I say yes again, and I look at the outcome again, and I look at the blessing, and I look at what I need to learn from it. Mm-hmm. Because insanity is repeating the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. So if I'm creating the same outcome, then I either celebrate it. And the, and, and the blessing could be as simple as realizing this is something I have no control over. Mm-hmm. So I believe in God, and I'm going to trust that the universe, or if it's the universe you believe in, I'm going to put it in the hands of the universe. I'm going to let it go. Yeah. And I'm going to still find the lesson and the blessing. And when I can't do that for myself, I also have a coach. I have someone that I work with that I've been working with for 10 years that I pay every single month that I have phone calls with once a week. Really? And even if it's just to talk, you know, sometimes it's just, I just want to vent or I just want to share what I've been through Mm -hmm. or share success. And my coach will always be able to point things out and have me see things I don't see because we don't see ourselves in action. It's always good to have someone that can support us that we trust, of course, Mm -hmm. that we know has our back because just like an athlete, and Eric knows this because he's been an athlete, you can't see how you're playing the game. And so I have someone that supports me. And before I do a big event, like I'll speak in front of 2,000 people or I'll do a podcast or I'll do anything, I call my coach and go, hey, give me five minutes. I want to ground with you about my intention of what I want to create and and here's what I'm going to do. What do you see? And I get feedback. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's I think having support is a sign of strength. Having people in our lives is a 
is a great investment of energy, of time. The people I coach are people that are at the top of their game, mm -hmm. heads of networks, leaders of industry, A-list doctors, uh, people that are Olympians at, the, at, the, at the top of their game. Mm -hmm. You know, these are people that you would think don't need it, mm -hmm. but actually the more success you create and the more challenges come up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just think that if the question is who coaches me, I've got someone that I work with. Okay. His name is Michael. He's amazing. I've mm -hmm. known him for 35 years and he was, has always been a mentor to me. Okay. And it's very powerful to have that. That's incredible. So you have three books. The, the last one, I read it. Can you talk to me a little bit about your book and the name and all that? Yeah. So the book is called Transform Your Life, 10 Principles of Abundance and Prosperity. Mm -hmm. And it brings you 10 specific keys that will open the door to a prosperous life. And it's a book. It's a workbook. It's easy to read. Mm -hmm. I didn't write it as an intention to be a book. It came out of a podcast I did with Lewis Howes. Okay. And Lewis and I did the podcast and, and the impact, you know, the feedback from so many people was so positive. Lewis goes, why don't you turn it into a book? Mm. And so I turned it into the book and he wrote the foreword in the, in the book. Yeah. And uh, I, I turned it into a book and a workbook. So there's exercises in it. Okay. And it's all about the abundance mindset. And so a lot of people think, and back to what we we're talking about in the show, mm -hmm. That abundance is having the house, the car, the career, et cetera. But abundance truly is just about a mindset. And the key to abundance, and is a beautiful key, is gratitude. When I live in gratitude, mm -hmm. the universe gives me more to be grateful for. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful practice. You know, I do that. That, I've actually, I'm very consistent. That's about great. About gratitude, you know, and it's funny, from our bathroom, I have a beautiful view Um, and every single morning I take my shower and I'm looking out mm -hmm. to the mountains and I just say thank you for everything, like every single morning. And I love it, Chris. It, that, that moment of gratitude, it fills my heart. It's it, really crazy. It fills you up. The moment I wake up, when I open my eyes, the first thing I do is I go, thank you, God, for allowing me to be here another day. Mm. Because people don't wake up, people don't, yeah. you know, don't have that opportunity. And when I get out of bed, I, I'm thankful again. I could actually get out of bed on my own. Mm -hmm. And we've known people that have been bedridden, and we've had family members yeah. in that situation. And so I don't take life for granted. Yeah. And so one of the key components of the book is gratitude. And of course, the, the the other key is to be generous, to be giving, to be somebody who it goes through life not thinking how can I manipulate the situation mm -hmm. to get something, but really with the mindset of what can I give? Mm. And I could tell you that living that way for the last 35 years has brought me every single result without me stressing out over it. Wow. Financial freedom, relationships, friendships that are priceless. Mm -hmm. Just I attract it. I don't need to pursue it yeah. or manipulate it. And in order to be able to be generous, you've got to be valuable and see the value in you. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, that was... That was quite an interview. I mean, did you learn something finally, Roz? Are you gonna are you gonna trust the process? I, al I the tools always learn that your with life Chris. Coach has given you. <laughs> I love. Chris has given you. I need Chris to move in to the house. <laughs> you can't. You can't have Chris twenty four seven. I need you twenty four seven, Chris. Really, but you have me. But you have me. I know. You know I, know. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> 
You got my speed dial. You got my speed dial. <laughs> now, th- this has been fantastic. Chris, thank you so much for being with us. Um, always learn something new with you, and it's always powerful, and I hope the listeners really gain something from this. Well, it's been a, it's a pleasure to be here, and I love both of you very much, mm-hmm. and I think this is not only something wonderful that you're doing for each other, because I know that the private agenda is for each other, <laughs> to support each other, but you also are making a big difference, and not, very pe- not many people that are public figures use their platforms to be so authentic. I am, I am blown away by your level of authenticity mm-hmm. that you're just revealing what's real for you and how that's going to just inspire other people. And of course, count on me. Thank you. Thank you so much. We love you. Thank you so much. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Iset Ella Dijo or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. Iset Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.